building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. Are you ready to get tactical with me today? In this Startup Survival episode, we are talking about three ideas to grow your business faster. These ideas are tried and true by me and some of the many, many things that I've tried while I struggled to grow my business during the first four to five years after I founded Excelity. Like I just said, I tried a lot of different things. Some of them worked okay, some of them bombed, and I want to share three ideas with you that worked really well that you can turn around and implement in your company if you're not already doing them. So let's get right into the ideas. Number one is get really, really, really specific. Does your product or service apply to a wide range of people right now? Be honest. If so, this is for you. You have to get specific in order to grow, period. I have worked with so many companies that are like, well, if I specialize, I'm going to miss out in sales in these other six potential markets. And I'm telling you right now that they are dead wrong because when you have a product or service on the market that's for everyone, it actually ends up being a product that's for no one because people look at your marketing and they hear your messaging and they can't relate to it because it's so general. One way that you could get specific is to look at your current customers. What common threads do they share? Or if you are just getting started, what target audience could benefit the most from working with your company? Add some specialized language to your website and start having really specific conversations within your target market and tell them why you specialize, the experience within your specialized market. This will help you sell. One example of this is my company, Excelity. When I started, I mean, we always have technically been a SaaS agency, so an agency that works with B2B software as a service companies. However, we took a bunch of contracts outside of that because I was like, oh, we need money to grow. And it never ended up being a good idea. I remember working with this taxidermy company long ago, and while the project went okay, it was a small dollar amount, and it was such an uphill process to try to learn their industry and figure out how to write and market for them. So if you specialize, it might be hard at first to get really, really specific. And it will especially be hard to say no to the opportunities that do not fit within your specialized market. But I am telling you that if you get really specific about what you sell and who you sell it to, it will eventually help your company grow. The second idea I want to share with you today is to hire a salesperson. I was super scared to hire a salesperson for five years because I thought I was good enough at sales and I thought that I didn't have money to hire a salesperson. And while I was pretty good at the sale from the first meeting through the close, I was terrible at generating leads. I just wasn't a hunter, right? I was a farmer where I would take the leads that were coming to me and I could sell those, but I wasn't filling the pipeline with new conversations. It's pretty simple math. The more conversations you have with prospects, the more you're likely to move them through the sales process, the more likely you are to grow. You have to fill the top of the funnel for customers to come out the bottom. You can totally get creative here too. I've seen early stage founders that have no money or are in the process of 
getting funding and they bring in salespeople as co-founders so that they're right there with you on the ride and they're fully dedicated to the growth of your company. I've seen people hire commission only like entry-level BDR type people. I've seen people work with outsourced BDR companies. That works sometimes in some industries. We tried it. It was not my favorite strategy, but there are a lot of different ways that you could consider amping up your sales presence. Now, as I talked about last week in episode nine, make sure that you know how to sell your product or service first. It is really hard for a salesperson to be successful when they don't know who your target audience is, or they don't have key messaging for the product, or you don't have a CRM in place. You have to do some of these things before you start outsourcing sales, or that first person is going to walk in the door and totally bomb. So make sure that you have a documented process of how you've sold in the past and what works, and then go out and see if you can find someone to partner with you on this, even part-time, to help amp up your pipeline. All right. The third idea, you might have suspected that I would say this, is get on LinkedIn. I could not end this episode, of course, without mentioning LinkedIn. Of all of the social media platforms that I'm on, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, I'm not on Facebook. I shut it down, but that's a different story. LinkedIn is the easiest to grow without putting a bunch of money into ads. I guess I shouldn't say easy. It's not easy, but it is simple. You have to be willing to get out there and be super consistent and you have to put in the time with your presence to grow an audience and to make connections and really build a community. Here are a few of my quick tips. You should go and identify at least 10 people that would complement your network and then get to know them. And this isn't like a, oh, hey, I was hoping to get to know you, so let's get coffee. You kind of have to work up to that. Usually when people ask me that I don't know or that I've never seen their name before, I do say no because you know you get so many of these requests and you can't say yes to all of them. Maybe you have 10 people, a list of 10 people that are adjacent service providers or they're experts in your industry or et cetera. Go ahead and support their content. Leave long, thoughtful comments. When you read an interesting article that you think they might like, DM it to them. Eventually, you can make friends on LinkedIn with at least a few of these people. And then when you start posting content, they will likely reciprocate. This has happened to me a bunch of times. Or you can take it a step further and make real life friends. I actually have a bunch of friends from spending the last few years on LinkedIn that I've never met in real life, which is kind of strange. Actually, one was telling me that she had to explain to her mom how we were friends, but we didn't know each other in real life. We're like LinkedIn internet friends. But that said, I would consider myself pretty tight with some people that I've met on LinkedIn. We support each other. We send each other book recommendations. We text each other to check in. We send referrals. We love on each other's content. And it's really cool to get to this place where you're not only on LinkedIn or a social platform to try to grab sales, but you're there to make real genuine connections and that grows your business. Alongside hiring a salesperson, my LinkedIn presence is the other main contributor to my company's growth in the last three years. So in summary, the three ideas that I shared with you today are one, get really specific with your target audience. Two, hire a salesperson. Even if you think you don't have the money or you're scared, get creative and think through how you might be able to do this. And three, get your butt on LinkedIn and start making connections. But disclaimer, don't go spamming in the DMs because that's probably not going to get you anywhere. 
If any of these tips will work for you or you start implementing them, share it on social media. I'd love for you to tag me and I'd love for you to share this episode with just one person that you think would benefit. And I'll see you next time.